This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Presented by Bets MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, You Better You Bet. Presented by BetMGM and our friends at BetMGM are in the giving mood. So make sure you check out BetMGM seven days of parlays. Every day from now until Sunday, you'll receive a different parlay boost token. Just head to the promotion page. Claim your prize. It's day two. So we get an NHL parlay boost today. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com today. Happy holidays from the king of sportsbooks. I'm PJ Glasser. That Kate, that is Kate Constable, by the way. We're filling in for Nick and Ken on a Tuesday. All right, Kate. So we got our parlay boost here in the NHL. I'm going to go with the Rangers on the money line at minus 115. They are uh, they're at the Maple Leafs tonight. Two good teams, two playoff teams. Rangers look like a team that can win the cup this year. Obviously, have one of the uh one of the best goalies in hockey in Igor Shosturkin. So uh that is what I'm rolling with. That is my leg of the parlay. I remember you saying that we need to get we need to get three legs, right? In the parlay. We need three legs in the parlay. I'm gonna go um with the over in the Avs Blackhawks game because uh Connor Bedard's going to net us a couple goals tonight as the nice. massive hockey fan that I am. That's what I'm rocking with. Um, and then one more. We can just throw on a money line or something, and we can get our boost yeah. there. Let's do the uh, let's do the Islanders. Our guy, our producer, Alex Fasano, is a big Islanders fan. They're home against the Oilers tonight, and they're nice plus money. They're plus one twenty five, Kate. So how about that? You know, Love over that. in the Blackhawks, we'll take the Rangers and we'll take the Islanders as well at plus one twenty five. So do you have the odds for us, Kate? Were you able to put I that do. all together, or might? Oh, that all right. So what are those odds? Out to um plus six seventy one, but with the boost, the holiday boost, it is plus eight ninety two, eight hundred and ninety two. Great odds there for a three leg parlay. You know what? I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna take that because as we know in betting, <laughs> like that would be something that would hit, right? We're gonna take the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Over and Blackhawks Avalanche. Absolutely love it. So yeah. Make sure you take advantage of that. Our friends at uh, BetMGM giving away that NHL parlay boost as part of their seven days of parlays for the holiday season. Kate, back to football. We uh, are having a treat on Christmas Day. We get three games. We also have the full slate of NBA, of course. We got five great games in the NBA, but we get three games on Christmas Day as well, starting with the Raiders and the Chiefs. And obviously, this Chiefs team isn't as good as they have been in years past. Their offense is nowhere near what it's been as well. They're 10-point favorites against the Raiders. The total is 41 and a half. 
Now, Antonio Pierce has the Raiders fight, and they have him playing really hard, and they come into this game with a lot of confidence, Kate, because they just scored 63 points against the Chargers. <laughs> it's a big number in Arrowhead on Christmas Day. Any any thoughts on this AFC West matchup, Chiefs-Raiders? Uh, that is, it is a big number. And I feel like the Raiders could just like lay a complete egg after that performance. Like, wouldn't that be exactly how it works out? I sandwich a 62 point, uh, performance between two shutouts. Like that would be wild. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I do like the chiefs, their team total in this one. Cause if you look at their past couple meetings with, uh, the Raiders, They've scored at least 31 points in each of those last six games against Las Vegas. So I think, I mean, this line for the Chiefs team total right now is sitting at 26 and a half. Kansas City needs to start piecing things together and getting some momentum going into the postseason. Um, I mean, they're, yes, they're coming off a win, but that was against the Patriots. Like, let's not get too excited here. So I think that being back at home now, a big game on Christmas, um, you're going up against the Raiders team that you've already beat once pretty handedly this season. I would prefer to take a, a Chiefs team total over laying the 10 points, kind of, you know, having to deal with a possible backdoor cover or something like that. I think that's that's all fair. It's a good nugget about the Chiefs and the success they've had against the Raiders on offense. I was kind of looking the other way with the Raiders and their team total under at 15 and a half. You know, it's crazy when we talk about the Chiefs, the strength of their team is their defense, obviously, this season. And uh, the Raiders, you know, when these two teams played in Las Vegas, the Raiders went up 14 nothing, and then the Chiefs came back. They stormed back, and uh, they ended up winning that game by 17 points. So, their defense really turned it on against Las Vegas. And you mentioned it, Kate. Like, wouldn't it just be fitting? Like, you get shut out, you scored 63, yeah. and then you lay another dead dud, too. So that's kind of the way I'm seeing this game going as well. Um, I don't love the total because, you know, even though I don't think the Raiders will score that many points, like the Chiefs certainly could. At some point, this Chiefs offense is going to break out in one of these games, yeah. you know, and I think the Raiders would be a good spot to do it like, they need to build some confidence heading into the playoffs. Um, 10's a big number, especially in a divisional game, so I don't really want to touch that. So I like your Chiefs play of the team total over, and uh, I, I like that Raiders team total under as well at 15 and a half. So I, uh, that's, that's the play I would roll with um, in this game. Yeah. Um, PJ, that kind of both of our plays kind of fit together a little bit uh, when looking at this trend because – the Chiefs are seven and one to the under in their past eight home games, nine and five to the under on the season. So they are more of an under team. So this is perfect. The Chiefs can be the ones that score. They can get past the 20, what did I say, 26 and a half. And then yeah. um, a, a little under for the Raiders team total here. They don't go over this number, the full game total of 41 and a half. So that trend of, of unders at home kind of stays alive. And we both hit our bets. Would there be anything better? On Christmas evening. I don't think so. Abs absolutely nothing, Kate, unless the Ravens also win. That would make it uh that would make it even better. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that game in a little bit against the 49ers. The game leading up to that one will be the Eagles and the Giants. And uh Philadelphia really needs a win, Kate. They've dropped three in a row. They opened up the season ten and one. Everything was looking great. They were home dogs against San Francisco, and we're like, what is going on? Then they get blown out in that game. They get blown out against Dallas, and then they lose that heartbreaker last night to Seattle. So they've lost three in a row. They're 10-4. and four. 
You know, they're in a battle with Dallas to see who wins the NFC East. They're at home against the Giants. This line's gone from 10.5 to 11.5. I would probably take the Giants in this game plus the points. I just, man, that Dallas schedule has been, or that Eagles schedule, excuse me, has been so tough. You play Dallas at home bye week. Out of the bye week, Super Bowl revenge game against Kansas City. Then you get Buffalo. Then you get the Niners revenge game at home. Dallas wants revenge against you. Then Seattle seasons is on the line. They've been taking everybody's best punch, been playing tough team after tough team. We talked about this earlier with the Bills and the Chargers, and maybe there's a little bit of a Bills letdown. Like maybe there's a little bit of an Eagles letdown in this game. You look at the two divisional games that they played at home this season. They played Washington. They were able to squeak out that game in overtime, 34-31. They beat Dallas at home, 28-23. to That was a close game as well. So I think the Giants can hang around. I think maybe, you know, we're not hearing nearly as much about Tommy DeVito this week. I think maybe people think that's kind of turning into the Josh Dobbs story. It was fun for a couple weeks. Now we're back to reality. But Dable's a really good coach. I think they're going to have a good game plan. We talked about earlier, Jalen just doesn't look healthy. Eagles defense isn't playing very well. I don't think New York wins the game. But uh, I think they can they can hang within this number. So I'll take the Giants plus 11 and a half. You know, I was going to take the, the Eagles and lay the big number. And I still think I might have to do that, PJ. But you make a good argument that kind of uh, makes me want to rethink that. I, I mean, the Eagles are not the same team that we saw earlier in the season or that last season. Like, their defense has been a huge issue this year. And if that doesn't turn around at all, like, things – the Eagles are not going to make it back to the Super Bowl or anywhere even close. Um, I just feel like this spot, you've made it through the tough part of your schedule, playing Dallas, playing San Francisco, all of those teams. And now you're back at home. And Jalen Hurts just kind of called out his entire team, saying they're not committed. Like, that that to me is a big, you know, everyone kind of refocus and get back to playing good football. I just feel like this is a good spot for them um, back at home after that that tough stretch where the Tommy DeVito stuff was cute for a little while. I, I mean, Tommy DeVito's not that great of a football player, right? Like, he's really not. He had a couple good games. The story around his agent was fun. Put him, put the Giants kind of in the limelight for a while. But like we saw in Minnesota, like you mentioned, Josh Stops, it comes to an end at some point. And I think that's kind of the case for the Giants right now. Dable, yes, he is a very good coach and can keep this game close, but I think Philly needs a massive like blowout win in order for them to end the season strong and with a little momentum going into the postseason because even though they do have a spot locked up, like you still need to have something behind you as you're getting close to um, these playoff games. And so this would just be a really nice spot for Philly to kind of have just a massive win. I would love to think that they can do it, um, TBD on if I actually put any money down on them to do it quite yet. You know, Kate, what's funny is, um, the, the two games obviously on Christmas before Ravens Niners probably aren't going to be any good. And it's just great. Like the way the NBA schedule sets up is we get warriors nuggets and Celtics Lakers, which are going to be two really good games. Like while those two games are going on and then we get the nightcap of Ravens and 49ers. We give the schedule makers a lot of heat all the time and deservedly so. They give us a lot of duds, you know, on Thursdays especially. But for them to give us this game on Christmas Day, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. 
pretty good. I think I saw this is like the second time, I believe, in the last 10 years where the two Super Bowl favorites who are in different conferences are meeting this late in the season. So you really don't see this matchup often. It's as good as it gets. Ravens and 49ers, the best two teams in football. Ravens are the only 11-win team in the AFC. The Niners are the only 11-win team in the NFC. It's going to be really, really good. Kate, you think about what you like in this game and Ravens-Niners. We're going to talk about it to start our number four because this game deserves our full attention. San Francisco's favored by five and a half in the game, and the total is 46 and a half. So we will give our thoughts on that. Uh, she is Kate Constable. I am PJ Glasser. This is You Better You Bet presented by Bet MGM. Ravens Niners breakdown on the other side of the break, and then we'll go into the futures market. We'll look at MVP, which might be decided in that game. We'll also look at Coach of the Year and some other awards as well here you better you bet pj and kate filling in for nick and ken on this tuesday we'll be right back with you better you bet presented by bet mgm on the bet ql network